You find yourself deep in a forest. A fog rolls in. And then you hear a voice. Three voices from the fog. It's us. It's red by daylight. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, my dear friends. It's glorious. We are now here to make a podcast about a video game in which only one of the three of us has played it. <laughs> okay, to be fair, I watch a lot of Let's Plays because yes. my dexterity is not great. That's how I play a lot of games, <laughs> by not playing. <laughs> I think it counts. Yeah. With that in mind, let's sort of roll down it. Hi, I'm Gavin. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, and I am a uh, small-time streamer who has 206 hours as of October 1st. In Dead by Daylight, um, mm -hmm. I have played it. I have read the lore on several characters, and I think there's a better way to consume the lore <laughs> than reading it out of a video game uh -huh. while waiting between matches. Uh. So this one's for you, people who looked at all that text and went, ah. Hi, my name is Colbert Hart. I have logged maybe about an hour into Dead by Daylight. Um, however, uh, I have read all of the lore uh, on every single character and done essentially a book report on it um, for me and only my <laughs> friends. Uh, the internet will never see this because no one will let me speak at their conventions about how... Uh, <laughs> about this game so here we are you're gonna be like the idaho comic con with like, like five people in the listen, crowd i i i have i submitted to mad fest and they didn't want it they were desperate for panels and did not want this shit uh i, I i've done it for flight rising and no they didn't want that one they wanted oh my, my other one about uh horror and how it's horny but not this one um listen Good. it's fine I, I'm getting so much good, like, like lore about a dear friend right now. I love it. And, and Cole's pronouns would be... Uh, he, him. There we go. All right. And hi, I'm uh, Caroline Minx. They, them. I go by Caro most of the time. And uh, I didn't know this game existed until Gavin and Cole started talking to me about it. What, like... <laughs> Three uh, weeks ago? Yeah, I yeah. feel like I ha or I feel like maybe I'd heard of it, but I was I thought it was something completely different. I think I thought it was until dawn this whole time. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I get and that. then when you started talking about it, I was like, oh, that's not right. <laughs> so <laughs> um yeah, slightly. Funnily different. enough, that's similar to my experience where mm -hmm. a streamer I liked I was looking at his VODs and he happened to be go through a Dead by Daylight phase and I heard him talk about the lore of one of the characters and that made mm -hmm. me download it on Game Pass mm -hmm. to try it. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right. So we are here today to talk about the one, the only, the beloved, the Huntress. Um, I have gone through her lore. I have I've have done the work. Uh, I've gone through <laughs> the the lore as collated by the wonderful people who run the Dead by Daylight uh, fan wiki thank you you wonderful nerds we're going to we're gonna have some structure to this i'm gonna give a basic summary of what uh huntress is um and then we're when we do that even though we've spoiled a fair bit of the lore for <laughs> Kara already because uh, because cole and i can't shut up um, I, I assure you i will not i i won't remember because i can't i didn't know who anyone was talking about so i great. don't know what applies to who <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give a quick boiled down summary of the killer's gimmick and play style. Huntress is the first ranged killer 
that the developers made. Hmm. And that's saying something because there really aren't that there. Dead by Daylight has been going for six-ish years now, yep. and wow. there are, what, four ranged killers, te- hmm. technically? Uh, or Yeah, four or five, depending. Nemesis can reach out and touch someone, Trickster can, Deathslinger can, Huntress can, uh, and Vami um, Mommy technically uh, can. The Plague can, yeah. Yeah. I called her the horrible name the community gave her yep, there. I, I hate it dearly. I was about to ask, is that really? <laughs> yes, we we don't need to go into it at the moment. Anyway, um, <laughs> she's Huntress is the first ranged killer. Her perks, which we will go into in some detail later, but her perks basically are built around the idea of pursuing people. Mm-hmm. Like her her shtick isn't necessarily controlling generators she's more they run around uh revolve around like the hunt of the prey trying to track and find Mm -hmm. so she can get close enough to make a kill makes sense yep and she has the uh alternate weapon of throwing a hatchet yep um which she's been doing at us for (laughs) this whole time yes i for those for those out there podcasting land i i am streaming the menu of dead by daylight and she just yeets an axe every 30 seconds (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i've turned her so she's doing it at my webcam which really adds to the fun of this um so instinctively moved out of the way at one point (laughs) with with what you know what do you think the lore of this bunny woman is? <sighs> okay. From what you can see and what you've heard. Um. Here comes an axe. Oh, good. Um. You have three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's over. Um. So let me think. If I had to guess, I'm thinking. Shoot, there she goes. Um. I mean, I would assume she is a hunter had like had done a lot of hunting that's a wild guess on my part right now um but i'm like maybe kind of survivalist kind of kind of vibes there uh maybe tracking people and hunting them for snack time perhaps <laughs> the nicer way of phrasing that um I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to get context clues from like her costume, which I really would like to wear for Halloween. Mm-hmm. There are, there are some good context clues here. Actually, I've turned her this direction for yeah. this exact reason. I'm trying to figure, I can't figure out if that's Can we a, get like a nice 360. Like a cape or a skirt or what? Um, da, 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 da. Her, <laughs> her costume, I could be totally off, like, but looks sort of like, I, I think it's the, it's the pants and the skirt type thing that's making me think this, but it's like. Kind of Eastern European. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, me. Um, (laughs) I got something right. Oh, this is so much. This is great because I can't listen to myself on Empty the Cues, so I'd never get to know if I'm right about any guesses. (laughs) (laughs) This is so satisfying. Um, But yeah, so, so we've got Eastern European. The bunny mask is, uh, really throwing me for a loop i i i don't know if that is a, a significant thing or if that is just an aesthetic thing um <laughs> I, I, she wears masks the fact the rabbit of it is more that it is a it is one she has made oh okay it is oh, not the, the rabbit is not core to her identity mm-hmm. gotcha um i'm looking at this like suspender belt situation that's just because she's hot it's really, really cool yeah, yeah. Suspenders, suspenders really are one of those things where it's like 
if you put on suspender, I think I don't know, maybe it's the like something to grab and pull kind of energy of it, but <laughs> suspenders are good. Um, <laughs> totally not because suspenders famously appear in uh, kink garb. Oh, I actually didn't really think about that. That's funny. Uh, I just think they're neat. Um, <laughs> they are neat. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know how much I can. Like how much more I could guess just based on what I'm seeing. Well, you don't go right? Uh, hmm? You did. You did pretty good. I'll say I there's one that. detail about oh, her that okay. we need to spotlight because this is a running trend that oh. pisses me off throughout Dead by Daylight. Hmm. Two trends: one, no one has an ass in Dead by Daylight, <laughs> but two, more importantly, <laughs> she's fucking barefoot. Oh, mm-hmm. she is. So oh. here's the thing: I didn't mention this in the episode zero. The survivors play in third person, so they can see a lot more. Killers play in first person. So when a killer goes up to damage a generator to make it regress and mm-hmm. make it like so that they don't spend as much time, you know, they, they, they have less time. They have to spend more time getting out. You see your foot come up to kick it. Usually, oh. usually it's a kicking animation. So there are two or three characters who are barefoot. And every time I feel bad for making them kick a goddamn <laughs> generator. Ah. Uh. It does make sense for the perks that she has, yes. uh, which hmm. I'm going to go into and you can't stop me. Um, well, we do have a perk <laughs> section for you. Yeah. Uh, so the um, perks that she have uh, has, like we had mentioned, revolve around like the hunt of the prey. Um, her perks include beast of prey, which hmm. makes you undetectable and also gives you bonus points for being a great hunter. Well, One thing sense, we though. didn't. Yeah, one thing we didn't actually talk about during episode zero is sound and how sound plays into this game. Yes. Um, And it's very important. Mm. Um, You have a proximity range um, as a killer. The closer you get to a survivor, um, specific music stings will queue up. Um, chase music. Uh, and the longer you chase a uh, a survivor and the closer you get, the more intense the music gets and the louder a heartbeat gets uh, for, oh. for these survivors. Um, Beast of Prey reduces your range, um, your, your um, detection range, which makes it easier to sneak up on survivors who are, like, hiding and can't see you. Um... Okay. From there, she also has a territorial imperative. Um, Which sucks. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> what does that, what does that uh, mean? So there is a fun little area that spawns on maps called the basement. Uh, the basement has four hooks inside. And they're uh, special because those four hooks, whenever you use a hook and someone dies on it, 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 the hook drops off and it's done. You yeah. can't use that one for the rest of the match. The ones in the basement do not regenerate. Go away. Oh, there are there are also some chests down there that will hold perks for survivors if they're brave enough to go down in there. But there's only one entrance. <laughs> there's only one way to go. Nope. And if nope. if nope. Uh, someone comes down, you know you're kind of fucked. Um, so. <laughs> Territorial imperative means that you get a little notification when someone enters the basement. Um, oh. You get to see them on your field of vision as oh, like a little okay. highlighted character. Okay. Um, the next, the the last like main perk that you have is actually a hex perk, which I can we can Ooh. explain in a second. But it's called uh, Huntress's Lullaby. She Ooh. hums a 
terrifying lullaby. Oh, is this um, the one that cursed your computer? Gavin? Yes. 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 Um, okay, it cool. punishes players for failed still chats and gets more powerful the more survivors you hook. Um, it is very good. Uh, thankfully, because it is a hex, it means there is a way that survivors can uh, null this effect. Yes. Um, you have little hex totems that are scattered in randomly generated areas uh, across the map, and a okay. player can break that totem, which will then null your uh, hex effect. It basically mm-hmm. takes the perk away from you, yeah. and there's no okay. way to get it back that um, match. So you can either spend the game guarding it, you can chase people away, um, all while trying not to reveal where it is, because then people will mm. try and target it. I'm, I'm dying to hear it. In my head, I'm singing this, there's this, like, terrifying... Russian song mm. uh, that I have heard a recording of small children singing it. And if you want to absolutely be haunted by something, um, I can find it and send it to you. Uh, it, <laughs> it's so creepy. Uh, oh, I I can do it. Hold on. So she has um, a, a lullaby that she does. It's mm. actually a real lullaby. It's a real was, Russian lullaby, um, too. I'm looking through the wiki for it real quick. It's, it's right under uh, her information and then the sidebar. Is that, like, at all relevant to her character backstory that she has, like, a lullaby? Oh, yeah, if it'll play it through the presentation. Like, does she have babies? Oh, they also get individual um, loading screen music and menu music. <laughs> Uh, so when you um, join a game, when you join the game as a survivor, it's you and the other players sitting around kind of a campfire. When you switch to be a killer, it zooms out. So you are the killer watching these folks in the distance from the forest and have your own little like menu music. Uh, oh. oh, I hate that. So that's actually a lullaby. Uh, it, it's an ancient Russian one. And I'm only saying that because I saw someone else define it as ancient Russian, which I think just sounds badass. Um, <laughs> yeah. About it's that's about cool. it teaches children to keep their uh, to sleep in the middle of their bed and don't sleep near the edge. Because if you do, a wolf oh. will grab your leg and drag oh. you into the forest. I don't mm-hmm. need another reason to do. I still, at 34 years old, I do the run and jump into my bed. You know, yeah. in case there's like a monster Tarot. underneath. Listen, I never got a fear. It's is, what if there's something down ma- there? We're I'm making a Dead check. by Daylight podcast for weenies. All right, like yes, y'all. Listen, please. Paul has watched so many horror movies and shows with me, and has seen how often I cover my face, like. He knows. I just. I'm just a big. You wimp. think after a while you get used to it? No, I don't get used to shit. <laughs> I get more scared. Now that we've set up sort of the vibe of the huntress, let's talk about what makes the huntress tick. Yeah. So this is Anna. Anna was born somewhere in northern Russia. They don't spe- specify where, but she was born mm-hmm. somewhere in northern Russia in the mid to late eight, no, in the late 1800s. Uh, she oh, was born okay. to a survivalist okay. mother. Her hey. uh, her father is not directly mentioned. I, 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 so what I'm going to do here is divide. There's 
Um, the battle pass system, you, uh, Carol, you're aware of what a battle pass is. And as far as video games are concerned, right? Where like you, the no. monthly thing, it, it's a monthly <laughs> pass that you spend $10 on and it comes with like, like fucking, um, cosmetics and shit that make you want to play the game oh. more to unlock them while you still have time. Yeah. Part of that. Absolutely work on me. Part of <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is, uh, you can, you have this web of different challenges that you you say, okay, I'm going to try and, you know, break 15 pallets or whatever. And you trace mm-hmm. a path through this to get to different bits of lore about whatever the current selected characters are. Like right now, the gotcha. tome as we're recording this is about the, the, the saw killer that is in the game that just got added recently, relatively Oof. recently. Um, it's a way to get people playing older characters. It's a way to add lore to the characters. They gotcha. did this with her at some point. So Anna has extra lore that we'll talk about after I just go through the basics of what is in mm-hmm. the core, what the game tells you. So Anna's mom teaches her as soon as she can walk, she starts to teach her the basics of surviving in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. As you do. They, they it's not all horrible. Like it's part of what the you know, you see the, the rabbit mask here. Part of that is because her mother would do things like craft small toys out of wood or make little wooden masks for Anna. That's cute. Because what else are you going to do in the middle of the fucking woods with a with a child? Uh Northern Russia. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah. Quote, when sunlight became too dim for productive activities, they would take refuge in their house, a sturdy old cabin constructed to resist the toughest winters. Close to the hearth's warmth, Anna would rest in her mother's arms, surrounded by the few wooden toys and masks that she had crafted her. Drifting off to sleep with stories and lullabies, she dreamt happy dreams, ignorant of the events that would soon change everything. Oh, no. So the defining event of Anna's life happens when they are out hunting. Oh, no. <laughs> they, it, it doesn't it doesn't explicitly say this, but I interpret this as they overfish basically uh, mm. to the point where there's not much to hunt. So her mom makes the fatal decision to try and hunt an elk. Mm. Um, the the elk charges the mom and pins her against a tree and just and gores her with the antlers. Oh, yep. No. And then Anna picks up her trusty hatchet and takes revenge and kills I the mean- elk. Mm-hmm. And how old would she have been? Uh, uh, she's too small it- to move her mom. Oh, so quite so, young. Oh, and yeah. there's Probably, no therapy there at all. No, no. She literally, Caro. I'm not saying this to make this worse. <laughs> oh, she gosh. holds her mom as she bleeds out. Oh, honey. Yeah. And, um, and once she's confident that her mom is dead, she gets up. She takes what she can from the elk and goes on about living. Maybe. Uh, and then proceeds to completely lose touch with humanity. Well, yeah. Uh, and as she grows older, um, finds that she gets bored of hunting and starts to pick off travelers that come through yeah. her territory. Unfortunately, I think that's phrased in the lore to say she starts eating them. That's I was yeah. about to say that sounds a little yeah. like snack time. Um, okay, so I was, she worked. I was, uh, yes, she worked her <laughs> way up through squirrels, hares, mink and foxes. Eventually, she grew tired <laughs> of them and hunted more dangerous animals like wolves and bears. When unsuspecting travelers came to her woods, she discovered her new favorite prey, humans. Mm-hmm. 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 Some most dangerous game shit. I respect uh, it. And well, see, here's the thing. <laughs> Um, she, as a young, traumatized woman, 
doesn't really want to, you know, traumatize the little girls that sometimes wander through, too. So oh. instead of, you know, brutally killing them after murdering their entire family, oh. she takes them home and ties them up and uh, keeps them oh. forever. Yeah, that's not traumatizing. Quote, they were precious, and looking at them woke up something deep in her heart. She craved oh. the closeness of a loved one, a child of her own. Among the pillaged wooden toys, dolls, and storybooks she couldn't read, the girls would be tied by the neck with a rough and chafing rope fastened firmly to the wall. She couldn't let them wander off, or they would surely die outside. Uh. So Anna, Anna doesn't Anna. understand... She understands the basics, but she also doesn't understand mm -hmm. how to communicate with these people. And she doesn't understand the basics of caring for another person. She knows how to survive. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she just gives them like raw meat and shit. And then she oh. keeps coming back and they just done did starved and die. And what the fuck this like she basically makes these kids get good or die. And none of them ever get good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. But then war oh. comes. Because, oh, great. because great. she happens to be in her I from looking at her right here in the video game as the hunters currently exist, I think she's in her 30s. Um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah. it's she must have been born in like the 1890s, maybe or yeah. maybe like 1889, like some of that, because in the 19, you know, 1914, 1915, World War One kicks off yeah. and we get uh, Russian and German soldiers in the area of the world that she lives in, which is starts kind of the badass part of it. I misread this and thought it was World War Two. So mm. I was like, nope. oh, shit, she's a Nazi slayer. That's cool. Oh, no nope. fortune. I'm just... so excited. <laughs> uh, although, uh, what is it? There's something about it references the Soviets, even though technically war eventually came to the forest. German soldiers began to pass through on the march to attack the collapsing Russian Empire. During these dark times, there were no more travelers. The villagers had abandoned their homes and no more little ones to be found only soldiers which kind of pisses her off even more um mm -hmm. so so basically Great. the area becomes this legendary like they, they they have this legend of this monster in the woods that just beat that just kills the shit out of soldiers and it just it kind of just says that the the legend of her dies away after the war because some at some point during world war one the entity fog comes and takes her um mm -hmm. oh okay so that's the core lore of it all the additional lore from the tome sets it up that part of why she hates these because it's specifically as she's being she's being intense to these uh soldiers she specifically is tracking them it's because mm -hmm. her mom even though she doesn't really have an idea of how the world works outside of the forest she understands that her mom would speak of soldiers and would point to soldiers in her storybooks and say that is a soldier she would say mm -hmm. a soldier is who killed your father like her dad mm -hmm. must have been a oh. conscript under the czar so at the very least the huntress says a cab so. she does say yeah, a cab i'll give her credit um, there yeah we, we stand a legend so <laughs> the, <laughs> the extra she, lore she, she has her niche the cool thing about the extra lore in Dead by Daylight is they tend to be told in a in a uh, sort of third person short story. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's it's almost an audio drama because it's one mm -hmm. person narrating it. Ooh, okay. Like 
dawn bleeds across the craters and trenches into the devastated forest that kind of shit um which if anyone is interested in reading more about this and reading all the lore that i'm summing up you can go to the dead by daylight wiki they have uh they have compilated all of the stuff together including the audio files from the game you can just click on them and listen to them it's great um so the memories are basically of her coming across a russian encampment and they have some German POWs uh, and she sees them being extremely cruel to the Germans. But then she notices one of the Russians is making a little doll just, I guess, for funsies. Uh, so she decides she wants that really badly. And she she tries to sneak up and attack the guy. But someone who is on perimeter, like gets the drop on her and even though he doesn't mm-hmm. come close to hurting her, it alerts everyone and she's over. She's outnumbered. So she does the most evil thing that I've seen her canonically do in these lore bits. She, she stalks the camp for days making sounds like, uh, like a Bodark, which is like a a Russian interpretation of a Uh, werewolf. It is. Yeah. Um, it is one of several types of lycanthropes in Russia and Slavic folklore. Um, generally, it is a person who willingly chooses to become a werewolf, hmm. uh, generally using a like ritual that forces the change and isn't affected by uh, like the lunar cycle. Hmm. Um, so she's like, they're considerably more dangerous and terrifying. She's making these horrible <laughs> noises. I guess the American oh. uh, the American history nerd version of that would be the rebel yell. She's Mm -hmm. running around in the woods at night, not letting them sleep. And she wears them down for multiple days until the Germans start fighting alongside the Russians to to try and stop her. But obviously they don't. The kill that is described in the second to last memory is she attacks this one guy so intensely. She manages to cut off several extremities to the so fast oh. that when his torso hits the ground, he's still alive to see the bits of him scattered on oh, the snow. Uh, uh, that's actually really impressive. Uh, um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, <laughs> she's my wife. I love her. If you do all those challenges, if you spend dozens <laughs> and dozens of hours playing the game to unlock all this shit, you get effectively mm-hmm. a motion comic that depicts her attacking these Russians. And then at the end of it, it shows her picking up the doll off the ground. And then it shows a kid chained to a wall in a cabin. The door opens. She drops the doll in front of the kid and then walks away. Mm -hmm. Oh, and there's a family portrait inside. There's a family portrait inside. Uh, That implies she had younger siblings. Oh, good. Great. Uh, to ruin it, to ruin the intensity of it all during the motion comic of the of the Russian attack, she's wearing what I take is supposed to be like a a goat mask, but it looks like what's her name from Undertale. Like it looks like it looks like the goat bomb from Undertale. <laughs> Toriel, a little oh, bit. Oh, that um, would be at least a little nicer. <laughs> And of course, the kid who gets the doll is crying because the kid is starving and has been kidnapped by a scary uh, bunny lady. Yeah, but now she has a cute doll. But now she has so, a cute doll with God, Russian soldier it. blood on it. <laughs> so uh, stop being ungrateful. <laughs> Maybe buck up, kid. All right. <laughs> Maybe get good. God, as a parent, Oops. listening to that is the most like distressing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my God, that is upsetting. Just never taking Ethan camping ever. 
So, <laughs> Caro, now that I've yes. now that I I and Cole have recited the story of Anna, <laughs> is Anna more interesting now to you? Oh yeah. There will be characters where that the answer is no, I think. But <laughs> no, with her, I'm like she's fascinating. Hmm. Well, hello there. Welcome to the Red by Daylight ad break in which I hide underneath a Thomas the Tank Engine cover so that there is better audio for me to talk about your service, podcast, product, or just thing you wanted shouted out. Want me to tell Terry to have a happy birthday and also to go fuck himself? I'll do that. I'll do that, Terry. I have a price. During these first few episodes of Red by Daylight, we will be selling ads at a flat fee. That means no CPM to worry about. Pay and you get on the show and stay in the show. As time goes on, we'll bootstrap our way up to having dynamic ad insertion capabilities, which will open up our entire inventory to be purchased. And then we start doing the fun stuff. But here at the beginning, it'll be cheapest and easiest. So get in on the ground floor and be one of the very first immortalized with the show. You can contact us at redbydaylightpod at gmail.com or on Twitter at GavGaddis because I have my DMs open and I check that account the most. See you all in the ads. On Mike, I guess Cole and I should approach this. The reason we're choosing Huntress first and not going canonically by starting with the Trapper, who is on the box art of the game, is Cole and I really like Huntress. <laughs> and, and maybe there's something to talk about with Trapper, but as someone who's played 130 hours this game or whatever, I don't give a shit. I have, I have played him three times. I don't get it. I'm sure there's cool stuff if you unlock more. <laughs> yeah, you have to be like really good at timing it's, with him and it's I fine. Mean, and I like some of the <laughs> killers that are classified as hard. That's one thing we never showed you. If you highlight the the characters, oh, you get uh, a yeah. little it talks about like how hard they are to which master. Saying, the, saying that Mike Myers is hard to play, I find to be horse shit. But the Trapper is supposedly <laughs> easy and he is the literal first character in the game. Uh, hmm. Huntress is considered. She, Anna, is intermediate. She was the fourth? Fifth. We solved this. Fifth. I, I only yes, say that did. with confidence because I read the lore thing yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, they were the last chapter released. So, um, hold on. So yeah, uh, I, the lullaby being a perk, I think, is a is a masterstroke in writing that because the the lullaby exists in the game even if you don't have this perk on. Like she will just nah, 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 nah. Uh, like it actually no. makes her mm -hmm. it makes her easier to detect as a survivor mm -hmm. because it's more of a distinct sound than breathing or the mm -hmm. your heartbeat increasing because of the terror radius so you just hear that and you fucking know you know but with the lullaby perk that makes it so it active because there are there are some people out there that are on x games mode that will keep repairing a generator while a while a killer runs by because they they presume the killer is chasing someone else and they can continue working on the generator ah uh, that's right it's top three um, then nurse, then Myers, then had, then doctor, then huntress. Also, her perks and shit are cool. Uh, the the add-ons for her are things she uses to craft or hunt with. So like, mm -hmm. um, the like like we showed you with the clown, like all of his like add-on stuff was like weird kink shit that he keeps around. 
for God. her, it's like a leather loop, a yellowed cloth, mm. a soldier's okay. putty. What is a soldier's putty? Uh, technically, in game, it is a wrap taken from a dead soldier. It provides protection and support to the ankle and gotcha. lower leg. Okay. So it's a putty spelled it, P-U-T-T-E. So it, it helps you putter along. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And That's then how I will remember that. <laughs> I know. I know. I made a whole big deal about these being directed at her, but there's also some add-ons in here that are just like generic, like a wreath. There's a lot of wreaths in in the mm-hmm. add-ons that feel like they were from when they early started the game torn blueprint mm-hmm. is that's just a generic one that everyone gets um but yeah so i think it's time for a fashion show because anna is one of the few characters for whom there is paid cosmetics that like actually genuinely change shit so mm-hmm. caro from a perspective of dead by daylight cosmetics these uh here at the bottom we have some yellow ones these are just mm-hmm. literally recolors like it's Ooh. the exact same physical model. Uh-huh. It just changes the textures to make them look like different clothes. Oh, with the red, you can really see the pattern. That's yeah. Yeah. would have immediately mm-hmm. been like, oh, yeah, Russia. Uh- <laughs> well, here's the well, yeah, Russia, the babushka. Oh. Uh, this yeah, one is <laughs> Miss Kitty. Miss Never Kitty. fear these little Miss rodents. Kitty. There is nothing to be afraid of. It is time to play some cat and mouse. Now, here's the it, thing. Oh, I it, little Miss Kitty. I despise. <laughs> axes that look like big axes so whenever i get a cosmetic and i don't own this but she has a cosmetic that looks like the sort of shit that the uh the guys chopping up ice at the beginning of frozen it it looks like she has a a a baseball bat with a blade on the end it's very good it it, it's excellent for killing uh david king fuck him uh actually no i hope russia listens to this one day we'll talk about Survivor's Caro and you will hear the yeah. deep-seated hatred I have for about four oh, of them. Good. Because good. Because their perks promote a shitty style of play towards killers. And that, that sounds mm-hmm. like that sounds rich. That's like me saying, oh, they make it so I lose more. Nah, they make it so I lose <laughs> more and the person is an asshole the whole time about it. <laughs> so this is nice. the first level of cosmetic where there's something actually changed. She's got like a winter coat on. She's got this sort of... Uh, She's got the babushka like headscarf. She's got a cat mask, (laughs) which I really like. I wish there were more mask varieties. And then we've got um, this one. So this mother bear, she has a lot of kids' toys as physics objects on her. You do not like the bear. And she's also got a bear skull. She hunted and killed it herself. She's just a big teddy bear. Holy shit! You can see her face. I didn't see that. She cute. She. We knew that. I mean, she's she's hot regardless. Uh, you get a little bit more of it here with the uh, the bird Ooh. of prey who, you know, he looks this just looks like something you would see at a convention and presume it's mm-hmm. just a furry thing. Uh, <laughs> I hate the axe. I, I hate that Game of Thrones ass axe. Then you move into the sort of generic. Oh, yeah, no, this feels this no, feels like I, someone likes Native American shit kind of yeah. sort of, but didn't know how to like mm-hmm. do it right. It feels. Um, <sighs> yeah. It's, being uh, being from scary, the Midwest, anytime I see paint on like a ram skull or like a deer yeah. skull or like some it, shit, it, yeah, I I like it. I see why it's not okay, but I do like it's that cool. design. No, the design is cool. The design is just cool. Kinda... You can feel what's wrong about it. Yeah, yeah, and it, I don't know. I, it it's should not... be noted the developers at Behavior Interactive are Canadian, so like they're a little mm-hmm. yeah, they're, they're coming from a little bit of a different perspective. Now, yeah, for yeah. the Solstice Devotee, uh, this one is the goriest of them all. 
No, hold on. Sorry, I want to correct oh, that. Cool. Canada has been really shitty oh, to their. Absolutely. Their... Like, not... okay. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Like, more publicly so than America lately. Yes. Yeah. Just, just lately. like the actual like research and conversation and approach yes. is going to be slightly yes. different than we do, regardless the, of whether that's yeah. for better or for worse. With, with yes. the cold wasteland survivor, with the like Rams had, this feels like something you would see. Someone would say it has Southwest vibes, air quotes. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, the the solstice devotee, it is a uh, it is an uh, reindeer that's been chopped up and turned into a bodysuit, basically. Gross. Uh, yeah, it is very gross. <laughs> now, when I first saw this, I accidentally wrote better lore for this because <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be her taking revenge by cutting up and preserving the body of the elf yeah. that killed yeah. her mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just some reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe maybe it was an honor of the elf that she wasn't able Perhaps. to. Mm. Now, because you know, here's ooh. speaking of her killing stuff. <laughs> this is oh, supposed good. to be this is supposed to be like the this is the goat mask of the horse. Sorry, it's a horse mask. The horsewoman of the apocalypse, a macabre mask whose original purpose of design is unknown. It seemed a fitting visage for Anna as she slaughtered German cavalry units. Um yeah, this is supposed to be just what she collected off of those soldiers when she killed honestly, them. Honestly, great look. It's a great That's, look. What is on Love her? being able to take an army uniform and turn it into a dress. What is on her arm? Hell yeah. I don't know. It looks like scissors. I just couldn't. That's wild. Oh, I, I think, think the lore like... wiki. I think the lore trivia section on the wiki says there's some like World War II bullshit in here that they're mm, not supposed to yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> the jacket, I mean, j- you know, fucking uh, Russian and German winter jackets look kind of the same between World War Two and World War One from a general design perspective. It's a mm-hmm. winter coat, but I can, I can, mm-hmm. if I looked at this without context, I would assume it's World War Two, which is why I delved into. She's a Nazi killer, right? I would have thought the exact same thing. <laughs> I'm sure she would be in spirit. Uh, now for the one that I'm really excited about. Oh welcome, shit! Welcome to Baba Yaga. Um. Mm-hmm. Baba Yaga is an interesting cosmetic to me because not only does Baba Yaga make her look like this with the mask that has the three faces and the middle one, you can see her chin and lips. Um, and then uh, you got the two different like sort of yin and yang situation faces on either side. Oh, man, that's cool. This is incredibly cool. They kind of give her like a, a fucked up chest here. <laughs> To make her more horror eat. Her hand is fucked up too. I guess I guess it's a hard life as a witch. I don't know. <laughs> so so they make her a, a, a they make her, you know, sort of a, a Russian witch. The cool thing is they had the voice actor who is just a developer at Behavior um go back and re-record the lullaby in sort of a witchy voice. So it actually has gameplay Mm -hmm. change for you as the player because you hear a different thing and she gets witchier uh, main menu music for some reason. Yeah, they don't do this a lot. The mask is so cool. It is a very good mm-hmm. mask. This is this like, is something is, uh, I would change for. According to the wiki, the three colors, red, white, and black, represent the three horsemen from the fairy tale uh, Vasella the Beautiful. There's dawn, which is white, midday, which is red, and dusk, which is black. Love it. 
The mask depicts the duality of Baba Yaga. Black Witch Mask shows her fiendishness and trickery, also shown by the snake symbol on her robe. And the White Mask shows her helpful nature, also shown by the plant symbol on her robe. Hmm. Uh, the mask also references stories depicting the Baba Yaga as a trio of witches, which explains yeah, the two the faces mi- forming into one. Yeah, that is really cool, that design. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. And then there's this. Uh, whatever. Oh. Fucking. <laughs> call- when I was a young warthog. Yeah. Oh, it's that one one from the anime. <laughs> it's just it's just her normal outfit, but she's yeah. now not got suspenders and she's wearing a boar head. Look Bring back fucking the suspenders. Yeah, suspenders the, are good. Mm-hmm. You subtracted mm-hmm. the suspenders, you made her look a little more fancy, which I guess. Whenever you start putting <laughs> oh. just shit on an existing like all the bones and shit mm-hmm. on her axe, I'm bored. Do, mm. You you can do more. I mean, look at the, the Baba Yaga axe. That it's that is so just badass. it is just an axe, but it's got a curve to it. The the yeah. blade has more going on. There's that hole in it, which looks great. Um, it's it's boring. Now, Cole, do you know anything about the blight costumes and shit? Because I'm not aware of this. I what the um vaguely blight had a. Oh, hold on. So, Caro, you'll um, notice this this syringe in her back right here. Yeah, with all this, the like, goo coming out of it. Glowing that, goo. Yeah, <laughs> that is the syringe that Blight uses to 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 use to do his powers and shit. Oh, okay. Oh, it was a Halloween okay, event. So there was a Halloween event um, that made it. So there are cosmetics for every single character that make them Blightified, and usually it means ooh. there's Blight goo drooling drooling out of their eyes, mouth, <laughs> and like injuries and shit, and they all have a blight uh syringe in their back it looks like there was a sort of worldwide event like an au situation that makes Uh blight more like of a guy who is in who's interacting with these other characters but i don't know if that's just like an evocative design thing and they realize they could make halloweeny blight characters of everybody Mm mm-hmm she also has like she's growing fur i guess the blight stuff makes her more animalistic Oh, it added new lore to the entity, okay. um, right. as well as to to some other characters in the entity's like overall lore. It looks like she has a rabbit eye. Like this is meant to be. Those are act. That's not a mask yeah. anymore. That's actually her face, and she has rabbit ears. Mm-hmm. It added a bunch of uh, in-game challenges and whatnot. Um, also, there's a TV show that she has cosmetic for. There's there there's a show called The Crypt TV or something like that. Yeah, it has a villain called the Mordeo, and they just went, okay, we'll we'll make a Huntress one because he uses an axe and she does too. So it was like a cross promotional thing? Question mark? Like I've never heard of this. Yeah, that mask uh, is uh, distressing. Yeah, I like it. It's, it's cool. It's distressing though. <laughs> it's uh, I'm looking at. It, I'm like that might be the one that creeps me out the most. It's the like venom teeth situation. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, so that was the huntress. Uh, we are now going to go to our live cor- live. We're going to our correspondent on the hoarding <laughs> side of Dead by Daylight fandom. Great. Oh. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Uh, I'm going to go to Rule34.org or whatever it's called it right now oh while you do that. We need like a jingle for the horny corner, the horner, the, the horny hole. Uh-huh. Uh okay, so hi, my name is Colbert Hart. Uh I have 
had a lot of spare time on my hands over the pandemic and got really into Dead by Daylight. Um, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I went through and ranked uh, and and researched most of these characters and ranked them using an actual factual formula. Uh, for people who give a shit, that formula uh, is on a scale of one to ten. Hold on. Um, it is how sexy they are times how scary they are uh, <laughs> plus how cool their Mori is. I had no of, idea this math mm-hmm. existed when we started, by yep. the way. I am, uh, I... Then, hold on, hold on. There's more to this formula. <laughs> then you times that by one plus their creativity on a scale from zero to one. Um, there are some characters that are ripoffs that get like half a point. There are some that are uh, fully from a franchise that get a zero and original characters get a one so the total amount you can get is 220 points um the huntress as uh, as davin mentioned is 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 the one we can talk about for a while because the huntress has gotten uh has the highest ranking the highest score you can get using my formula um i think playing against them is absolutely terrifying uh, they're my wife. We also have 10 minutes left. I will try and keep this short. Um, they're my wife and I love them. Uh, they're also an original character. Uh, so, uh, the only points they got, uh, the only place they got their points reduced was on their Mori, um, which I think, like, she's, like, confident. She's, like, a girl boss. Like, I'll give her points for that. <laughs> but it's kind of, like, uninspired. Hey, you know so she only got an 8 out of 10 in terms of Mori. I yeah. just spent $7 um, so we can have more time. So yeah. there we go. Uh, like, her Mori's fine. The sound of her hatchet whirling through the air is very, like, terror-inducing. Mm. Um, her Mori's good. She utilizes the weapon she has. She heads, uh, headshots you and then slams three more hatchets into you. Just, you know, just good. for fun. Great. Um I think her perks are very good and can be used um, very well, uh, can be utilized by a lot of other killers as well. Um, uh, I always see people doing Huntress's Lullaby or um, Beast of Prey as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, she she's useful and sexy. <laughs> so here it is from so the survivor's gets- perspective, third mm-hmm. person. It- Oof. Yeah. So we're using the term survivor real loosely for this one. Yes. Well, here's the fucked up thing. Here's the fucked up thing the entity does. (laughs) When you die, it's not that there goes David King. David King gets sent back to the campfire. So you are doomed for eternity to either be really stressed out and make it out and be sent back to the campfire. Or you die a horrible, painful death. And then you wake up back at that fucking campfire. Campfire. Now, the in- another interesting thing about the lore of Dead by Daylight is there is a survivor whose name I've lost because I closed the tab already. But there is a survivor who isn't a character in the game yet or maybe never will be who is just taking notes in his journal. Uh, Christopher Ooh. something, something or other. Robin. Christopher <laughs> Robin. That's that's the uh, that's what's going to happen in season two of Silly Old Bear. Silly Old Bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen to Silly Old Bear currently available on all all fine podcast <laughs> streaming services. Anyway, it is the the spiritual opposite of what we're doing here. Especially since I'm about to mention there are 168 entries on the Rule 34 database for Huntress from <laughs> oh Dead by Daylight. Cowards! There could be now, more. I will I will say there's a lot of um uh there's a lot of transing going on here, uh, but for b- the Benedict, wrong reasons. Me, Benedict Baker. 
Benedict Baker. Benedict Baker's the guy. Uh, is his name. Um, I will. There are some people that draw her. There are some transings happening here, mm, but you know what mm, I, you know what I mean, mm, and unfortunately, mm, we all know what I mean. <laughs> but there mm, are some drawings of her that make her muscly, which I really appreciate because she yeah, should be fucking jacked. There are a lot of mm-hmm. just anime titty like uh Jesus. curvy yeah, bullshit none of it's good uh, just people are cowards people are cowards <laughs> they're really uh, there's a lot of uh source filmmaker porn of her um mm. there's oh i'm okay i mean that 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 one included hooked survivors that was a little fucked up Ooh. um but yeah <laughs> god i'm so sorry the meme that was like Gross, tell me exactly where so I can avoid it when Rule 34.XXX. You're searching Huntress underscore parentheses dead by daylight. I'm 100% kidding. Kara, just so you know, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Typing sounds in the background. Uh, Listen, no touch. Oh, there's a reason my camera's off. Listen, at least I have a heads up. I'm going to say this. Mm Given how Rule 34 porn of existing characters generally is low effort, <laughs> it could be worse for her. And I'm seeing that there is a there is a consistent choice to make her top in attitude, at least. Yeah. Um, there is, I, I don't know. I will say there is one of her blowing the worst character, the worst survivor as far as his vibes. Ace, Ace is an asshole. Um, <laughs> there is, it, it's, 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 it's not good porn, but it's hilarious because they put the icon of uh, distraction max, which means that's what happens when survivors uh, make a chaser, uh, chaser, make a killer chase them long enough so that they aren't paying attention to the other survivors working on gens and shit. <laughs> so you as a survivor get points for distracting them. So yes, causing the killer to give you a blowjob would be the way to get the a, most a points in distraction. <laughs> yeah. God. <sighs> wow. Yes. Uh, I am not going on this website. B, B <laughs> no. minus, I'll say. B minus offerings from the Dead by Daylight porn community. Try better. <laughs> wow. Anyways. Anyway, so now that we have covered every important thing about her, <laughs> uh, poor Anna, she deserves better than this. Uh, we have covered Anna every way we can. We are going to ask this question about every killer, and it's it can be a simple yes no, or you can give your explanation for why you think that if you want. Okay. I'm saying the shitty killers should be banished to the fog, never to be seen again. And we keep the good ones so we can sort of get a running tally here. So with our first example, should we banish Anna to the fog? Fuck no. No, we should date Anna. (laughs) That's a, it's a universal. I can fix her. (laughs) I can make her worse. (laughs) And that is, that just then was like the perfect example of how you and I it's, are how our relationship works. It's like good. It's like good omens. Like Cole, Cole is very much the David Tennant of this situation. <laughs> Delightful. Good. Good. It's healthy. It's fine. We're gonna rank them on a board 
uh, as as we go, obviously, right now the board only has one person on it. It's it's her. Yeah. Um, with a star next to you, her. you know, you know my opinion about yes, positioning. Yes. I mean, uh, ten out of ten. Taro, don't you dare. <laughs> it's going to be very hard to find a character uh, that beats her. I think. But she is she is establishing the front of the pack early on, I think. She's definitely like really strong. Mm-hmm. I will spoilers say say Ghostface. Ghost, Ghostface, Ghostface is, is very good to play. I haven't read his like fake mm-hmm. lore. So here, Carol, here's the surprise. I'm going to say if we if we do all the killers, we're going to do mm-hmm. all the original ones, which means the mm-hmm. final episode is going to be the one character that bridges that gap, which will be uh, Ghostface. Because Ghostface, okay. everyone looks at Ghostface and says, oh, you've got the killer from Scream. But technically not, because in Scream, they were using a licensed Halloween mask that already existed. That ghost face mask was a Halloween huh. thing. It was not made up by mm-hmm. Scream. So what the people of behavior did is they didn't license like Skeet Ulrich's the character. character. They licensed the ghost face mask. The guy no. wearing the okay. mask in Dead by Daylight is an original character named Danny Johnson, who is not canonical hmm. to Scream in any way. Now, all of his perks and shit are references to Scream. It's 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 bordering on legally questionable, but they have written <laughs> a character uh, that is an original Dead by Daylight killer who uses the licensed ghost face mask and everyone calls him the ghost face from Scream because it's obvious what huh. they're doing. In fact, I mm-hmm. love that. If you go into his cosmetics, there's one called Classic Ghostface that makes him look like Ghostface from Scream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But that outfit is also just, you know, a regular. Yeah, it was just Halloween. You can, you can yeah. pick so. up at any Halloween store. You could grab that at Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's also a Blight version of him. Ooh, ooh, that's cool. The blight is so like distressing looking, but it is so cool. It's very distressing looking. Mm-hmm. But yes, that was. Yeah. So we've covered our dear Anna. We've looked at the unfortunate drawings people have made of Anna. Y'all did. I stayed away. <laughs> Caro, like <laughs> Caro, is the 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 most uh, wholesome one on the podcast, which is saying something because I've seen some of the shit Caro says. <laughs> I'm 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 wholesome until it benefits me to not be. Uh, <laughs> and with that, I think it's time. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I was. Oh. Dearest Cole Burkhart, where can people find you on the Internet slash things you would like them uh, to find? You can find more of me and my work at Cole All all organized and everything. It's almost like, you know what you're doing yep. more than me. <laughs> <laughs> Carol, what do you got? Uh, I am almost never off of Twitter, and I am at Saucy Minks, uh, M-A-N-C-K-S. And I also have a website that I desperately need to update that's just carolineminks.card.co. Caro is one of the best Twitter followers. Uh, they have <laughs> some chaotic energy that I will never match. Yeah. And they don't follow me. I don't post anything they, anymore. Yeah. He just basically shows up to post a hot selfie once a year and then yep. goes back to the back to the fog. Mm-hmm. 
Miro mm-hmm. is really good at making bangers once a month. It's it's hilarious <laughs> to see whenever Caro just posts a viral tweet and then is dealing with the fact that they are viral right now. <laughs> I never mm-hmm. know which one it's going to be either. I'm always just like, oh, shit, it, I can't put that genie back always, in the bottle. It's always really baffling to me that you're like really popular on TikTok because I'm like, the I've shit seen out what of you're like on Twitter. <laughs> I don't I don't want to know what you're like on TikTok. Uh, on TikTok, I'm pretty boring, but people like my customers service stories for whatever reason and then I, and I also talk about how Chris Pine dresses like a non-binary lesbian a lot that got, and, some, mm-hmm. that got some traction and Caro is consistently posting on TikTok which is what TikTok really likes they want to milk you drive all mm-hmm. your content and then leave you in yep. a husk on the side of the road with $20 <laughs> from all of your effort well at least <laughs> someone's getting milked <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll direct you back to that certain website if you want some unfortunate images of Anna. Um, Our next date night's going to have some weird energy, I think. (sighs) This is what happens when you put a bunch of queers in a podcast. It just turns into this shit. Great. Where can can we find you if we want to, Dev? If you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at Gav Gaddis. Uh, Actually, I'm a streamer. You can watch me play Dead by Daylight with uh, with myself and occasionally other people on the call uh, at Gavin G. Wiz. I love that name. Maybe some maybe someday I'll talk Caro into coming on and just be like a little PNG (laughs) that that jumps up and down (laughs) when they talk (laughs) and we can we can torture some survivors together. Excellent. Oh, yes. yeah. 